Hey guys. Hey everybody. Welcome back to What's the Deal with Fucking, the world's best and only Seinfeld sex podcast. Mm -hmm. And today we're talking about season three, episode seven, The Cafe, which is an okay episode. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. It's got a it's got a couple of different storylines, like it usually does. The titular mm -hmm. cafe is the dream cafe mm -hmm. that uh, Babu Bot opens up, I guess, across the street from Jerry's or in his neighborhood or whatever. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's unsuccessful. It basically has like a, a bad launch. Mm -hmm. And uh, Jerry becomes obsessed with it. And he takes yes. it upon himself to essentially become like an armchair business consultant for Babu. <laughs> Uh-huh. And he gets it in his head that the idea the, the the problem is that Babu is serving too many different international foods. Mm -hmm. Like I think he's got like yeah, like beans and toast, but also like tacos and mm -hmm. <laughs> things like that, right? So uh he convinces Babu to switch to an all Pakistani menu, mm -hmm. which he does. And meanwhile, Jerry has several inner monologues about what a great guy he is. Like he's uh -huh. so so great. He's so helpful. This is, it's very clear why Jerry is doing this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, it's the downfall of the Dream Cafe. Uh, yeah. It fails because of that. Mm -hmm. That is, I want to say, the least interesting. It's the titular storyline, <laughs> but I think it's the one that interests me the least. Uh -huh. So that's why I just rattled it off right there. There you go. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it should be. I should say it's the second least interesting because there's also the storyline about kramer who has a jacket and i guess his mother's ex-boyfriend or something wants it back mm -hmm. and kramer doesn't want to give it back because i meet a lot of women in this jacket <laughs> so it's like his sex jacket it's his pussy magnet it's jacket <laughs> yeah do, do i have an article of clothing that's like a pussy magnet i mean i like your winter coat okay i think yeah. that's i do think i look a little dapper in it yeah except there's a button missing. Yeah, there is a button missing. <clears throat> Last yeah. winter, at the end of the winter, I lost the button. I mean, I didn't lose it. It came off. Mm -hmm. And I made a note to myself, like I wrote it down somewhere, and I was like, hey, uh, fix the button. <laughs> and then winter the next came around, mm -hmm. and I said, oh, shit, there's still a button missing. Mm -hmm. So I, I set myself like a little email reminder, hey, fix your fix your fucking button. Mm -hmm. And still, I still didn't fix the button. <laughs> nope. So I got uh, seven buttons on an eight-button coat. Uh-huh. <laughs> Still looks good though. Thank you. I hope people don't pay attention <laughs> to that. I hope they just look like look at me and think like, "Oh, he's so dapper. He must have lost the button somewhere along yeah. this walk." <laughs> this guy has his shit together. Yeah. Okay, so I have a sex jacket too. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. I thought it was my ravishing personality that brought the women, mm. but I guess it's the it's the coat. <laughs> Explains why I'm so much sexier in winter. Yeah. The, I, yeah, I like it. The more I cover myself. <laughs> The more I fool people into thinking I'm attractive. I think I just really like coats, like, too. I wonder like... what it looks like below the scarf. <laughs> but then you find out, and it's like, ah. Uh... Oh, my God. I'm one of the, I think I'm one of the people who um, I look better in a mask. I think the mask thing <laughs> has helped me be a little more attractive. I hate wearing the masks. People have been noticeably friendlier to me and i think it's Ooh. a i think it's an attraction thing i think I'm, i have more animal magnetism when you can't see most of me <laughs> oh my god but you can't even see your beard maybe you can a little you can see the beard a little you just yeah. can't see the goofy smile oh you can't see the the buck teeth you can't see the um the a number of flaws that i'm hiding oh my god hey i'm okay with them because like i said it's the personality i got mm -hmm. that, that really and the coat Coat and the personality. Coat, yeah. That's it. I don't need to look good. <laughs> My coat does. It's 
doing all I, the heavy lifting for char- you. I can charm all the women by saying, hey, did you know I have not one but two podcasts? Ooh. <laughs> well, one's my wife's, but you know, yeah. she doesn't have to know about you just <laughs> <laughs> You're just piggybacking off of me. Oh, I usually <laughs> <really> do. <laughs> oh, almost everything I do is piggybacking off of you at this point. Mm. The, I think the only client I got recently, a freelance client I got recently, was basically because we worked together. <laughs> like, hey, you're that guy on the podcast that has that cool lady on it. Uh-huh. And I'm like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> well, you know, I'm happy to help. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're the rising tide that lifts me. <laughs> the most interesting... Uh, storyline in this one is the George and Elaine one. It's a joint storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, George is da- dating this girl named Monica, who's I guess a grad student. She's doing a master's degree, and for whatever reason, it's not fully explained. Part of her master's degree involves giving people IQ tests, mm-hmm. and <laughs> so she has to measure people's IQ, and she wants to give George an IQ test, mm-hmm. um, and uh, he doesn't want to. Quote, she's going to know I'm a moron. <laughs> People think I'm smart, but I'm not smart. <laughs> I'm not going to break 100 on this thing. <laughs> and Jerry interjects with something like, who says you're smart? <laughs> it's the glasses. It's the glasses. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that and the fact that he keeps telling people he's an architect. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> if you, I have found, I don't know if this is a real thing or if it's just like a, I have a very small sample size. Mm-hmm. In in my travails, in my travels, in my, mm-hmm. my worldliness, I've noticed that people who tend to be bullshitters mm-hmm. often seem really intelligent to others. Mm-hmm. Until they seem really dumb. You know, like yeah, they've true. got like a, a little window of like, you don't know them yet. Uh-huh. So they seem really smart and charming and cool. Uh-huh. And then once you see what they're doing, which is lying through their teeth. Yeah. <laughs> or bending the truth, you find out like, oh, actually, they're they're not all they're cracked up to be. Yeah, that's true. And George could fit the bill because he is mm-hmm. a complete bullshitter. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has glasses. You're right. <laughs> I want to say I look dumber than I am, and I'm not that smart, so it's... <laughs> I mean, I I guess maybe you look dumber yeah, than I am. Yeah, I look dumber than I am. you're smart. I look dumber than I you're, am, that's for you're sure. You're a pretty smart guy. <laughs> Thank you. So that can be surprising. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that was a secret weapon in university, because mm-hmm. not only did I look dumb, I looked young. Yeah. Young, dumb, and full of hope <laughs> yep and uh i just I, I don't know i look goofy mm-hmm. and i looked out of place and so if i ever said something semi-intelligent people would be like wow what a brilliant guy he i thought he was gonna be dumb i guess but that's he's average true. and so my average read as like a little above average so i kind of posted a lot you know like i think a lot of b pluses i got or whatever were like oh i thought he was gonna be a c student <laughs> turns out he's a b student here's oh my a b god plus. <laughs> The plus was them being in, like, surprised. <laughs> and George, being a bullshitter, decides that the best way to do this is to cheat on it. And since he's cheated before, unsurprisingly, he has a whole plan mm-hmm. where he'll get Elaine to take the IQ test for him. Yeah, because she bragged about her high IQ she score. She bragged that she has 145 IQ. Yeah. Which I think... I can't remember for sure, but I think that's like genius level, right? That's like way above average. I like think 100 so. is average. Yeah. 85 where George is is <laughs> on the lower end. Uh-huh. Uh and and yeah, Elaine 145 is like what's she doing, you know, hanging mm-hmm. out with Jerry? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, everybody always wonders that. <laughs> 
And at first she doesn't want to do it because it's cheating on an IQ test. But then mm-hmm. Jerry calls it a caper. And then she's all in. <laughs> she's like, yeah, this is what it is, isn't it? It's uh-huh. a caper. And I got to say, I love, this is one feature I love about Elaine is she has this sense of adventure mm-hmm. where anytime there's a scam or something, as soon as she thinks of it as like, ooh, this is like a thrilling thing. Mm-hmm. She's down she's for in- it. <laughs> so the the whole idea is going to be that George passes the IQ test out the window to her mm-hmm. and then she finishes the IQ test for him. Yeah. And she takes it to the dream cafe where she gets distracted by Kramer's sex jacket and uh, <laughs> and all the chaos there. And she winds up scoring 85, which mm-hmm. is not what George was hoping. So George, <laughs> you know, gets her gets Monica to give him a retake. And then he cheats again, and mm-hmm. Elaine submits it to her, and uh, they get caught. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, she finds out that she scored 151 this time. So still a genius. <laughs> Elaine Bennis, complete genius. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, and that's the that's the fun storyline of that episode. But this is a sex podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where's the sex? In the first minute of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> the opening scene after Jerry's monologue is George... Just saying out of nowhere, she thinks I'm a nice guy. Women always think I'm a nice guy, but women don't want nice. Why is nice bad? What kind of sick society are we living in where nice is bad? <laughs> that's that's uh, the, the that's nice the sex guy. part. That's the nice guy thing. Because that's a complaint. Again, this is George has a few occasional incel moments. He this would is totally one of be like a red pillar. Oh yeah, he would sure. be. He'd be on all sorts of subreddits that oh, are yeah. sketchy and getting banned repeatedly. Uh huh. Yeah, and he it would start with his nice guy screed. It would go semi viral. Yep. Yep. What kind of sick society do we live in <laughs> where nice is bad? Uh huh. Gets a bunch of upvotes, mm-hmm. and then before you know it, he has a podcast <laughs> and a Patreon and with a Patreon <laughs> twenty thousand dollars a month. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Guys, we got to stop giving money to the bad guys. <laughs> That's true. Mm-hmm. I think it's because, you know, you can't, they get booted off of like places where you can actually make legit money. So they have yeah. to go get their little dark backhand money. That's true. By the way, patreon.com slash pillow talk podcast if you want to give us dark backhanded <laughs> money. <laughs> or good money. You know, you're trying to balance out the bad money in uh-huh. the world. <laughs> if, you, if you're sick and tired of this being a sick society where nice is a bad thing, uh-huh. <laughs> give us two nice people. Yeah. Some funding. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> gets you early access and bonus episodes but Mm -hmm. george is complaining about people thinking he's nice and apparently that's why women aren't interested in him Mm -hmm. now i want to say of all the reasons people are not interested in george nice is not one of them (laughs) yeah (laughs) but that's the thing with these guys they always think they're nice Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because they do nice things expecting something Uh uh-huh which means they're not nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I'm a. This will come as no surprise to to anyone listening. I'm a nerdy guy. I'm a, mm-hmm. I have a nerdy background, mm-hmm. and I used to have a lot of nerdy friends. I'm talking Dungeons and Dragons, Magic the Gathering, yep. that kind of nerdy stuff, right? Major like, nerd. Yeah, I would have. I was gonna say I would have never dated you in high school, but I did. <laughs> yeah, you did. See, the nice guy sometimes wins. Yeah. But that nice guy (laughs) rhetoric came up a lot. Now, the reason none of us were getting laid or whatever, or very few of us were, or getting a lot of interest in women is none of us were terribly attractive. None of us were terribly (laughs) charming. We didn't really talk to a lot of women. When Mm -hmm. we did, we brought up Dungeons and Dragons. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, you know, there's a lot of reasons why we just kind of, you know, flew under the social radar. And in fact, like, guys didn't like us (laughs) either, you know? Like, we're just kind of like losers, right? Yeah. But sometimes one of us, I don't know if I've ever done this, but uh, you know, I've, I've heard it from the fellas, 
would get into these like why is you know women only like bad boys i mm-hmm. guess or like assholes these popular assholes mm-hmm. and you know but nice guys like us who would treat them right mm-hmm. we get the shaft yep yeah that's a common complaint mm-hmm. amongst uh losers <laughs> <laughs> that's true because george is not a, the kind of guy who treats his partners well no you know he's Mm-mm. not a great partner he's a dick uh yeah but he's convinced that it's because he's too nice because mm-hmm. i guess he's probably falling into the same trap he sees guys who aren't bald mm-hmm. and thinks see what an asshole and he still gets laid mm-hmm. and i don't get i mean george gets laid a lot actually but you know he does. in in his mind he doesn't <laughs> uh-huh <laughs> Well, that's the thing with like, I feel like there's a lot of times that people are confused by why women like the bad boy. Uh-huh. And it's it's not because they're assholes. Here we go. Come on. It's because it they're out. confident and they're uh-huh. usually charming. Sure. They're usually, I don't know, they can put on an act for a little while. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. And so women yeah. are attracted to that. You don't stay attracted to that. You don't marry the bad boy. <laughs> you don't fucking, unless, you know. Unless you change him. Well, I guess. <laughs> Uh huh. But like they, yeah, they get they get attention in the beginning. Sure. But it doesn't last. You're never going to end up with a quality bad boy. You know. (laughs) (laughs) Those are always the guys Uh that are going to break your fucking heart. But they're better at first glance Uh than the losers who think why why don't women like nice guys? I hold the door open and I don't get Uh any pussy. When you expect something for being nice, like that's even worse than just being an asshole. <laughs> you almost sound like a red pill forum. Oh post. shit! No, why really? Well, because there's this idea that the alpha man is the attractive one. Mm-hmm. Women go wet for alpha guys, but we don't like, stay they, wet for them. <laughs> but the beta is the good relationship guy. Yeah, and then you know, women will be with a beta, and then mm-hmm. the relationship's gonna go, you know, okay, and they're gonna settle. But secretly, she's always gonna want to fuck an alpha. Mm-hmm. That's why the relationship mm-hmm. is solid, but the sex is okay, and she loses interest in sex a lot because, eh. It's a beta, you know? I mean... But solid relationship material. Sadly, because of, you know, biology and shit, oh, like... here we go. The hottest sex often is the insecure sex. Like, it's the... Oh, yeah. It's okay. the sex with the the bad boy that, like, you don't know if he likes you. You can't tell if this is gonna last. Yeah, right, like, you, right. you have... It's like that intermittent reward of a fuck boy. Like mm-hmm. that can be really hot sex because there's so much intertwined into it. That when you have sex with a beta, comfortable, <laughs> like relationship guy, uh-huh. you don't have all that. Sure. So like in you a never, way you never get that with me. In a, yeah. I always let you know how I feel yeah. right before I penetrate. <laughs> It's never a mystery. Because of that, it's confusing to us, I think, okay, because okay. it does feel like hot sex. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna quote a tweet. Okay. I saw it a long time ago, but it, it it's relevant to this. It was was the sex with your toxic ex really hot? Mm-hmm. Or was it just the only time you felt like they liked you? Like the only Bingo. reassurance you got exactly. that they liked you. Exactly. It's like you're spending all this time agonizing, does he like me? Does he not like mm-hmm. me? Does she like me? Does she not like me? Like mm-hmm. I I want a sign that they like me. And then like they're super sweet and fucking you. And then yeah. for like half an hour, you're like, okay, maybe they do love me. And then they go cold again and mm-hmm. it's, you know, whatever. But like and that's addictive that feeling i could see that i could Uh see that it's not good though like it's almost as you grow up you learn that that's not a good feeling to have and as much as it's fun in the moment Uh it's not good for you and it's not fun (laughs) shit we're going deep we are going deep it's it's like when 
you know, if you have like a parent, okay, I'm going to talk about parenting, I guess, or like family trauma. Uh-huh. If you have a parent who doesn't really show you a lot of love or affection or whatever, yep. like a distant father or some shit, right? Mm-hmm. Or like a cold mother or mm-hmm. whatever. You you know, your reactions can be to distance yourself too, to mm-hmm. be like, well, fuck this, there's nothing here. Or to try extra hard yes, to, 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 please to, them. to please them, right? Mm-hmm. And... uh it's kind of like, you know, there's the whole stereotype of like, you know, the mom does all the childcare and takes care of the kids all day. But then dad, who's never around, gets like the, mm-hmm. oh, my God, I love you, dad. I want to, you know, make you proud of me, dad. <laughs> all this yeah. Because it's like there's not that constant reassurance of, yes, I like you. Yes, I love you. Mm-hmm. Yes, we have a strong bond. It's like a little more fleeting. And, You're looking and for confirmation and reassurance. Because you don't have it. Yeah. You know? And so that makes the sex extra hot in a mm-hmm. way not with your dad <laughs> sex with a bad boy <laughs> yeah or like the you know emotionally distant guy mm-hmm. the the guy who's confident but cocky but a little too aloof i guess mm-hmm. okay but yeah. at the end of the day you have to realize that those you'll never be happy with a relationship like that for mm-hmm. long term so mm-hmm. sure maybe nice guys finish last in that they finish after <laughs> after the bad boys uh-huh. but like uh-huh. the bad boys never get to get the girl you know not forever. Mm-hmm. And don't you want the girl? The bad boy gets notches on his bedpost. Yeah. But the beta, the nice guy, mm-hmm. the real nice guy, not the fake nice guy, mm-hmm. goes to sleep with the girl. That's right. And wakes up next to her. Uh-huh. And then uh-huh. wonders, when's the last time we had sex? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, sorry, you're just not I alpha know. enough. <laughs> I would take I take security over like mental anguish. Oh, well, for sure. And most people do. You, you think it's the mental anguish that really drives all that? Yeah, yeah it yeah. is. You think it's like oh, yeah. this idea of like yeah, that he's only sweet sometimes, mm-hmm. <laughs> but he's alluring the rest of the time too. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you lose interest. You just feel mm-hmm. like drawn to him the entire time. But at the end of the day, like you you can't sustain a relationship no, on that, so no, it no. won't last. So I get that fuckboys think that like oh well we'll just. <laughs> We'll just do this for now and get laid. Uh, Maybe they yeah. don't want a relationship. Sure, I sure. don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. What oh, they, the fuck they, they want? don't want to put labels on it, so it's no. hard to tell, right? <laughs> <It's true>. <laughs> <laughs> but who, who yeah, labels. Come don't on. don't complain that women don't want a nice guy because they do. The stereotypical they just, nice they want guy a confident is the guy. Who, guy. I, I think the co- the the nice guy that George is right, mm-hmm. like because the, the he's not a nice lights, guy. <laughs> the nice guy now is just basically like okay, so you know there are pickup artists who like or talk about approaching women and like getting laid that same night and all that. Yeah, the nice guy stereotype is basically a pickup artist who plays the long game. Yeah, he's gonna like yeah. ingratiate himself to you. He's gonna mm-hmm. be nice to you. He's gonna do things for you. He's gonna do all that stuff and mm-hmm. then be like, why didn't I get laid? Yep. I'm a nice guy. I she treat her so well. She opens her legs for less. <laughs> <laughs> Both yeah. are bad. Uh, sure. We don't want any either of those guys. We want mm-hmm. the we want the confident beta. Whew. I think I'm cocky. Does that count? Yeah. I'm arrogant sometimes. It balances I, out, you know? You know, I hope it does because, <laughs> okay, I don't have this like, how, how could I put it? I don't feel like I have this mix of like, actually, I kind of, I'm kind of a George in this way. <laughs> Hear me out. Okay. I don't have this like, kind of like low key like, average level of confidence i'm not like Mm -hmm. you know i'm kind of confident but i have some self-doubts and that's Mm -hmm. it you know i like i go up and down like big time i feel like i'm on a roller coaster conference like sometimes i get these like long periods or moments where i'm just like i am amazing aren't i and and i really believe in myself Uh and then i go crashing right down to like well i'm pretty fucking worthless (laughs) so like i'm i feel like i'm both at once they balance out i kind of go back and forth yeah 
And I feel like I George that. does too. George kind of yeah. like seems to be really full of himself, but mm-hmm. hate himself at the same yeah, time. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> and I kind of identify with that a little bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that's the kind of confidence I have. <laughs> I don't really know where that puts you on the scale of confidence. I don't know. I don't. But... I think it, yeah. If I'm lucky, it means I'm attractive for have, uh, 30 minutes. <laughs> Okay, yeah. And then I go right to hating myself. <laughs> and hopefully you're still on board. <laughs> Haven't left yet. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> okay. We should so, go, right? It was supposed to be a short episode. But then when I re- looked at the notes and I thought, the notes basically indicated to me that, oh, yeah, I only wrote down one thing mm-hmm. that's sex related. It was mm-hmm. the nice guy rant. Yep. And but and then I when I realized what it was. That's I thought, a loaded topic. That's a loaded topic. You're yeah, gonna, you could. I mean, you're cutting it short because yeah, we've I been am. recording close to 22 minutes. But I feel like you could speak on this topic alone for an hour. Like, well, I, see, I was just thinking that, like, how much do I share? Because I think this could be a full episode on Pillow Talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe it will be someday. Yeah. Oh, we have another podcast, by the way, Pillow yeah. Talk with Emma Austin. You mm-hmm. can go there where we talk about sex without Seinfeld. You can yep. go to patreoncom podcast like we mentioned earlier, where you mm-hmm. get early access to this to pillow talk bonus episodes of pillow talk possibly future bonus episodes of what's the deal with fucking Mm -hmm. and just whatever we're there you can just you know show some support come on over and uh support the nice guys support support the nice guys (laughs) let's combat this sick society yeah what kind of sick society do we live in where confident assholes who make you feel insecurely attached get all the poon (laughs) (laughs) i couldn't say that without laughing Uh, where's our poon (laughs) Where are groupies? Do you know what? I think you're right, though. In a weird way, I have that weirdly that same feeling looking at Patreon because we have an okay Patreon. Like we mm-hmm. have a good amount of support. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, hey, who has a lot more than us? Mm-hmm. Out of curiosity, <laughs> and it's like, oh fucking, do I name names? Chris D'Elia, <laughs> accused <laughs> yeah. teenage groomer. Mm-hmm. It was making way more money than us. It's and disappointing. That's like, and so I do have that little kind of what kind of sick society? I'm I'm like, <laughs> like oh yeah, everybody. <laughs> Everybody says they want the nice podcasters, <laughs> but they don't. They want the child predators. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, you, you heard it here, yeah. folks. <laughs> no, I won't go so far as to say there's a lot of money in being a creep, but no. clearly there's. it doesn't necessarily... <laughs> <laughs> doesn't stop you. Necessarily bar you from making money. Yeah. Anyway. Unfortunately. All right, if, we should you go. don't have to support us. Just don't. No. Don't give money. Just don't support him. Don't give money to anybody <laughs> accused of grooming underage yeah. people. That's yeah. Just, that's just fucked that's up. our advice. Yeah, let them earn money by um, being night custodians in a building that's locked <laughs> to the public. That's mean to the custodians. <laughs> no, I'm just. I was just trying to think of a. Jo- I know I love custodians. I was just trying to think of a job you could do without anyone around. Oh, I see. Like I'm trying. <laughs> Think of a way to isolate them from other people they could victimize. Yeah, I guess that's true. I'm a hero. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay we gotta go. We gotta go. <laughs> this is Jump the Shark. I didn't say they should be day janitors. That's yeah. <laughs> that's a job for upstanding citizens. That's true. All mm-hmm. right. Well, uh, thanks for listening. And <laughs> next week, we're going to talk about season three, episode eight, The Tape. And we're going to talk about audio erotica, audio porn, sexy, sexy audio stuff, mm-hmm. audio recordings. That'll be fun. And you know it's an ep- and it's an episode where Elaine gets to be sexy. Yeah, which means that's exactly like every single episode of Seinfeld. <laughs> she gets to be dirty in this one. She has to be dirty, and that's true. Dirty yeah. Elaine is a special kind of sexy. Elaine. That's true. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening. All right. We love you. We love you dearly. Bye. Bye.